podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello welcome along to Rangers Rabble. I don't know, what do we call this? Breaking news or, or Rangers Rabble Extra, whatever you want to call it. I'm Martin and today I'm joined by Tammy and William. And uh, I suppose we're here to discuss... Of Cammy that I suppose we really don't want to discuss, but obviously UEFA announcing today bans for Cudela, Kamara and Roof, and we'll start off obviously with the Cudela 10-game ban. Um, before we get into the nitty-gritty of it, what was your initial thoughts when you heard the news? Uh, I was probably quite surprised, to be honest with you. I, I, I half expected uh, UEFA to uh, sweep it under the, under the carpet, but I do, I do believe that it's UEFA yet again at their best, just paying lip service to it. They genuinely aren't interested in addressing the, the racism problem, you know. So it's a uh, 10 game, actually, nine game because he serves obviously um, the, the game against Arsenal tomorrow night. So uh, it's it's a lip service punishment for me. And the cl- uh, his club walks away with no punishment at all. I know we will come to Slavia Prague in a wee minute, William, but just your, yourself, your initial thoughts? Because, I mean, it came out of the blue. I was surprised. I wasn't expecting them to get any sort of ban because UEFA have kept it pretty under wraps. But your your immediate thoughts on the 10-game ban? Yeah, well, I was actually in work at the time when, obviously, when the news kind of broke. And I was a bit like Cammy. I, I don't really expect much for UEFA most of the time when it comes mm. to these things. It, you know, it kind of feels like a lot of it's just a slap in the wrist. You know, the amount of times there's been issues with racism and they've basically maybe handed out a fine, which is kind of pointless to most clubs in European competition. A fine's not going to stop them doing things, you know. Um, it wasn't until I come home and I kind of looked at it a bit further and I seen that a 10-game ban was the minimum. The minimum. So they basically gave this guy the minimum. I mean, so what, what do you need to do to get more than the minimum? You know, like, I mean, do you have to go and do something, ex- you know, extreme to actually get more than 10 games? Ah, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's surprising that they've went this way, but I suppose in other ways, you look at UEFA and just think it's just the norm. The, you know, there's a lot of lip service about what they're going to do and this, that, and the next thing. But the reality is, see until they physically do something about it, like they give somebody the most severe ban they can do, mm-hmm. that's the only way they're going to stop people. I mean, this guy's not going to lose any sleep over missing potentially 10 games. It's not going to affect his career that much. And it seems to me like Slavia has just kind of brushed it off. Even their statement that I read was a bit you know, half-hearted. Mm. Well, why is it taking them this long to apologise to Glenn Kamara? Why did they not do that straight after the match? Because let's be honest about it. They've put out that many statements trying to kind of say that their player didn't do this and this didn't happen, that that did happen. Why are they not come out straight away and do it? Why have they left it all this time? Do they really think that apology means anything to Glenn Kamara now? I very much doubt it does. I know we've had a comment in for CGM who says it was no surprise he got in the minimum the three and four game bans for Ruth and Kamara are a surprise and we will come on to them a bit later on but I should just say before we carry on obviously we are live on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter so do get your comments in and we shall read them out now Cammy just before we come on you said look I don't know where I am with us because there's been statements here statements there statements everywhere now obviously I think the initial statement from Kamara's lawyer stated that the 10 game ban was the maximum if I'm getting that right 
and now now we're here in minimum. Um, and I also just to put this into context as well, I seen a, a retweet for Heart and Hand that said that uh, Kieran Trippier, when he was moving to Atletico, got a twelve game ban for telling his pal. But yet, Cadella for racially abusing somebody only gets a ten game ban. I honestly I th- don't understand that. I think the trippy one was off the Football Association in England, hmm. so it's obviously it's a different it's a different authority. But it, it tells you where uh, governing bodies, whether it's UEFA, FIFA, FA, SFA, none of them are fit for purpose. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, I mean that's that's laughable. I think it was an eleven week ban. That Kieran Trippier was was hit because he tipped his mate because he was twenty to one to sign for Atletico Madrid and they made a couple of quid off the back of it. You know, it's uh, we spoke about it a few weeks ago. Nicholas Bednar gets fined more for dropping his pants and showing off a pair of boxer shorts than than somebody does for uh, a, a a racist act. You know, it's and we'll talk about this now. I guarantee we could be doing a podcast in in three years' time and the same thing happens. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just there's yeah. there's no interest. That's it's sickening. Well, this is the thing, Wally. You know, Barry Cow says you get a bigger ban for advertising on socks. And again, this whole incident just goes to prove that when it comes to money, you aim for a straight and top it. But when it comes to something as serious as racism, they don't appear to really care that much. No, look, I think I think Cammy got it spot on when he said they're on it. It's a lip service. You know, every time something happens, they come out and they condemn it. And they say, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. But I think, as I said earlier, until they go that next level, until they really hand out a massive, massive punishment to somebody, why would they ever stop anybody doing it? Mm-hmm. you like, all right, fuck Adela. Some people say, look, all right, he's going to miss the Euros, but he's young enough that he could play in another two, three, four tournaments. Mm-hmm. So like it's not like it's that big of a thing to him personally, and, he's, and I think these days, as much as anything else, he'll play in Europe next season for Slavia Prague at some point more than likely. Mm-hmm. So he's not even going to miss that many games. It's I think it's poor for UEFA, and I think it just shows you that the people running their games and the people that continue to make all these statements, you know, they're not actually really doing what they're supposed to do. And I think when it comes to it. That the players aren't really that worried about what they get for UEFA now. I don't think it's seen as that much of a punishment. You know, because if you find a player, what does finding a player really do? Like a partial stadium closure, like us, we've had a partial stadium closure a couple of times over singing. You know, which they took away like a couple of thousand seats each time. I mean, that's not going to stop other things happening until they go to that next level and have stadium closures for a whole season or they tell a player, right, see, because of that racist comment you made, you're banned mm-hmm. from all cups, Europe for the next year, and, and you're totally unpaid, there'll be no wages during that point. That would make somebody think twice about doing it again. There has to be a deterrent. There has to be a, yeah. a, de- there has to be a deterrent uh, set out, or a detergent, as Alec Gray put on his uh, tweet earlier on, <laughs> <laughs> and took a bit of stick for it, but... Um, there has to be punishments that are actually going to stop people from doing it. And Mm -hmm. the the, the thing that really, really annoys me about this, Rangers have been hit with, we'll probably talk about this, hit with a fine for failing Mm -hmm. to control our players. Slavia Prague, I mean, we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago and we we forecast that Rangers would probably get hit with a fine. We expected Slavia Prague to get hit with a fine. 
they walk away from this with absolutely nothing other than losing one of their players. Mm-hmm. Whilst, whilst within their organisation, within their club, it's obviously it's accepted. You know, they can say what they want in their 150 statements, but there's a there's a clear issue within that football club. Oh, very much so. And look, CGM's put it in as well, Cammy. No punishment for Slavia. They denied it and threw as much mud as possible at us, which is very true. Also, the banners from the fans. Where's the punishment from that? Now, William, would, would the banner for the fans, should the club be punished for that? Just to play a bit of devil's advocate. I don't know how that works with the punishments from like UEFA though because that was done back in Prague and it wasn't really attached to the actual game. Yeah. I don't know where their remit kind of starts and stops kind of thing when it comes to that. That would be up to Slavia to deal with that. I know mm-hmm. they released a statement to say they did but I mean, you wonder how much action was actually taken against these guys and the fact that the banner was thrown up so quickly, you wonder if that's something that's been there previously. You know, that mm-hmm. type of thing where they're not that concerned by it. And I think there was something said about Lukaku that he had some racism thrown towards him. So clearly there is an issue there, you know. But yeah, again, you know, until UEFA really punished teams really severely, I don't really see anything changing in all honesty. And why should it when you're only getting such minimal bans? I know, and just coming back to something you said, Cammy, comment for Fog Dog. Look, bearing in mind, Rangers get fined 9,000 like euros. Uh, for this whole episode, Slavia got zero says at all. Now, you said that it was failing to control their players. Did Slavia not fail to control their player when he racially abused one of ours? And I can say that now because he's been given a 10-game ban, which which also, by the way, what we're forgetting all this, means that UEFA have actually found proof that he was racist. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the fail, failing to control our players is in the aftermath of the incident on the pitch or whether it's the incident in the tunnel where... Glenn, Camo- Glenn Kamara has uh, given him a given him a right hand. You know mm-hmm. that's I, I'm I'm not really too sure which what incident it, um, what it refers to, but it's just uh, it it just it astonishes me that year after year these incidents happen, whether it's Raheem Sterling or Romelu Lukaku or you know England team going to walk mm-hmm. off, and it's just it's it's almost. It's, and we repeat again, as William said, until there's a deterrent for for players and for the club, it can't just be, you know, we we'll go back lip service. That mm-hmm. is all it is. We're in 20, 2021. I guarantee in 2025, we'll still be talking about this in UEFA mm-hmm. and FIFA and all that. We'll still be no bother on their arse and they'll be given, given punishments. And it's only going to... It's only going to get worse, unfortunately. And the thing is, William, right? We, we're obviously not paid to make these these decisions. Um, but what would the deterrent for you have been? What would the ban or course of action that UEFA could have took against Cadella? What would have sufficed the footballing world? Because this isn't just about Rangers. You know, we've had everybody down south across Europe comment on this. So, what would have sufficed in your eyes the the punishment for Cadella? Well, that was, I mean, like, I obviously put a tweet out saying I don't know what the right ban would be, but 10 games just didn't feel like enough. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, when they want to make a point, when they want to show that they're not going to accept this anymore, to me, it's got to be, a, like, a severe thing. So, I don't know, say, like, you're banning somebody from all forms of football for three months, six months, a year... You know, there's got to be something more severe than... Because, Eddie, like, the guy can still go back to the Czech Republic and play in his league. Mm-hmm. 
you know, so he's not he's not really missing that much football. He's going to miss what is it, like nine games, eight games after tomorrow night. He'll miss in Europe, including his national team. That's it. And the overall scheme of things, ten games for a professional footballer really isn't that many. I mean, the one thing that he's going to be tired with for the rest of his life now is he's a racist because of what he did. Mm-hmm. And it'll be interesting to see the next time that he steps onto the pitch where the opposition have a few black players because that might be the interesting one to see what kind of reaction this guy gets when he goes on a pitch. And I think it must be tough for his teammates, all the guys who play for him, mm-hmm. knowing that he's now been done for that. And when you actually watch the video back on replay, I think it was their big striker. He almost looked shocked. So I don't know mm-hmm. if he also heard what was said to Glenn Kamara. Well, that's the thing. That's, that, sorry, sorry Wally, that's the thing, Cammy. You know, although it's got, look, it's got nothing to do with us, what happens inside Slavia Prague, but he's now been outed, if you like, as a racist. And <clears throat> as well he says, there, there's several black players in that Slavia Prague team. Yeah, you, you put uh, the boot on the other foot. You look at the Rangers, the, the kid togetherness of the Rangers squad um, since this has happened. You know, I mean, it's like, can you imagine? Is there the same camaraderie across there in Slavia Prague? No, it's they. There's probably divisions within that within that mm-hmm. group. It's. I think uh, there's a lot of a lot of faults within Scottish football and British football, but I think um, that for me the racism problem is far wider spread um, across across European football than it is within than it is within our game. You know, I mean, obviously there's instances on social media and players getting abused and and that sort of stuff that's that's bang out of order. But I think that the wider problem countries like Bulgaria and you know when it, the, the international games when things have happened it's it's an endemic problem uh, and I, 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 other than proper three month six month nine month bans you think back to Cantona you can't have got a nine month a nine month ban for for like volleying somebody that was giving them abuse in the stand you know what I mean mm-hmm. what what's what's worse volleying somebody that's giving you abu- abuse in the stand racially abusing somebody or giving somebody a slap in the tunnel after they've racially abused you. Now, Well, well, who was it? Uh, Rio Ferdinand, didn't he? Got, was it an eight-month ban Ferdinand got for missing a, missing oh, a doping, a, a drugs test? So that, again, that just shows you how serious they're taking it now, Cammy. Obviously, um, Slavia Prague haven't had, like we've mentioned, any comebacks for this. <clears throat> and with the 10-game ban, I think most of us say we don't agree with. Is there anything Rangers can do to appeal the 10-game ban? Or are we simply, do we simply just have to sit back and take it? I think Rangers will be concerning themselves now with our two players. I think that's mm-hmm. the, that's all we can that's all we can affect going forward. UEFA have made their uh the risery decision with regard to Cadella, we have to try and get the the four and the three game bans for our two players reduced because they'll be big players for us in the Champions League qualifiers. As it stands, we're going to be without both of them for for pretty much the two qualifiers. You know, and we have to try uh, and get a game or two off each of, each of the bans because yeah, if I won't, you know, they're not going to go for four games to. To nothing, you know. Your hope you maybe get it halved or get a, get a game off it. That's all Rangers can do and present their present their case to UEFA. But they have to take it as far as they possibly they possibly can. 
Well, well, that's obviously the perfect segue into <clears throat> Glenn Kamara. Glenn Kamara, we're, we're told, what we've heard, was that he was given a five-game ban and then it was reduced to a three-game ban, so obviously that must have been an appeal from Rangers. Um, I don't know how to say this without taking anything away from the actual incident, but regarding what Glenn Kamara did, now I've not seen any proof of what Glenn Kamara did, but obviously if he's been given a ban, there must be some evidence of it. Does he deserve a ban for retaliating in the tunnel? See, unless you're in that position, it's really hard to know. I mean, I've never been in that position that, you know, that I felt that much anger that I wanted to go and do that to somebody. And the fact is, like, you know, if you point it out, we don't know all the facts. We don't know what happened in that tunnel. The only people that know that are the players that were affected in that tunnel. Now, if somebody said something to me that I deemed to be, like, sort of beyond anything that was acceptable, I would be angry. But I suppose for UEFA's point of view, they've got to be seen to be taking action because they can't condone assault, whether it's on a pitch or off the pitch. So it's a very fine line. I mean, I'm in the same boat as Cammy. I think Rangers are appealing, maybe they get it down to a one or a two game ban. And Rangers maybe just take that in the chin and move on. Same with Roof, they'll look to do the same with Roof. I always felt like Roof would get a ban. I thought it would maybe be two games, maybe three. I didn't think it would be size four, just based on, on a lot of the other things that have happened over the period where guys have had two and three game bans. Because I don't think Kamar set out to injure the goalkeeper. Clearly, mm-hmm. the goalkeeper got booted in the face and it was pretty severe. So I can't deny that. But there was no intent to Kamar Roof to try and injure the goalkeeper. Yes, he's out of control. There's no arguing that. Is it reckless? Yeah, you could argue that as well. But it just seems like there's not like a set procedure, it seems, we get for you. just don't know what you're going to get. But I do think the white can be said spot on. Rangers will try and appeal it and get a game or two taken off of each player if possible. Can I just say before we carry on, just a big hello to all the what would appear to be Slavia fans in the comments. Um, I would just like to say thanks very much for putting the numbers up and helping the channel grow. That is <laughs> Honestly, that's absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much. Um, Cami, yourself on the um, Kamara Ban free games, Possibly reduced from five, we don't 100% know, but what was your thoughts on it? Uh, I think, to be honest, we, we had looked at the, the the UEFA punishment and within the rules, and I think five games was uh, was mentioned. Um, so it it didn't come as a it didn't come as a great surprise. Uh, without knowing the ins and outs of what happened in the tunnel, I don't believe it was just. Uh, Glenn Kamara one on one against uh, Kudela. I'm sure mm-hmm. the certain certain other players were in, involved. I think we we are very much a team, so I think there was probably um, maybe a bit of a stramash in the in the tunnel. UEFA observers seen it, and that's what Rangers have been hit with the hit with the nine game ban, uh, the the nine uh, nine thousand euro f- uh, fine for it. You know, it's. Uh, Aye, no surprise at all. Feel for the player, um, and I think it's uh, it's just added. He's went through a difficult few, a difficult few weeks with what happened after it, social media, so on and so forth. He's he's only a young, he's only a young guy. You know, it's a lot for for a young guy to have to have to handle. So my, my thoughts are with uh, Glenn Kamara uh, at this moment. 
No, hundred percent, absolutely agree. And and Willie Cameron Kelas has put in Roof can't be defended, Kamara can be. Um do you agree with that? Can Roof not be defended in any way, shape, I, or form? I said to you before we went on, and I, I think I was on the the pod after the the Prague game. If he'd went with his head, we would have got a penalty. He's went, he's went, he's went with his foot. His foot's followed through. There's absolutely no intent whatsoever to injure the goalkeeper. His moment, momentum has carried him through. A four a four game ban is ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. I the goalies had a, a pretty bad injury, no doubt about that. That's sorry. Hope he has a, a quick recovery and all that sort of stuff. Kamar Roof has not intentionally set out to injure the guy. Mm. His momentum's carried him through. He's he's taken it the wrong way. If he just mm. went like that with his head, the goalkeeper comes, takes him out. We get a penalty. Um, we stick the penalty. Barisic sticks the penalty away. We go on and win the game, and we're playing Arsenal tomorrow night. That's that's the the sort of the, the the Kamara incident might not have happened, you know. The the the, the roof incident started it, and then there was the, the, a trigger of uh, a trigger of events after that. But I I would hope that we can get the the four games reduced to to three or two games because I think four games is a is quite a, quite a draconian punishment. Yourself, Willie. Yeah, I think I said it earlier. I thought four was a little bit high. I expected two or three. Mm-hmm. You know, you're always going to get an additional ban because I think mostly because when you've seen the goalkeeper, when you've seen the blood, and then obviously the pictures that were posted straight after the match, and obviously the guy I think now wears like a, you know, the kind of head guard that like Czech wore as well. And yeah, again, like, you know, like it's not, I think as Cammy pointed out, it's not like there was any intent, and he certainly never set out to injure the guy. You know, as Cammy points out quite correctly, if he'd actually went with his head, he's likely going to win a penalty. But in that split second, he's decided to go with his foot. When you go with your foot at that height, there's every chance the referee's going to give a red card, and that's exactly what he done. And I think, in some ways, because of what's happened after that game, that's possibly made you for take more action. And that's why it's ended up being a four-game ban. It kind of feels like they've almost tried to even the field in some way by hitting mm. Roof with the four games and hitting, obviously, Kamara with five at the start and then dropping it down to three. And I think it just shows you that there's a real lack of common sense when it comes to things. I mean, sorry for these guys at UEFA to sit there and hand out these points, but how many of them have actually played football? How many of them have actually been in the position that Glenn Kamara's been in, that he's mm-hmm. been racially abused, and then he's been told to just just walk away from it, just accept that that's okay? I mean, to me, see if that incident had happened earlier, and we still had 11 players on the pitch, somebody would have done Cadella, and I don't doubt that for a second, because one mm-hmm. of our players would have took it upon themselves to do it, you know what? Because that's just it was just unacceptable. He was probably just very lucky that at that point we were down to like nine men and we couldn't do anything about it. I, I think Wally's, Wally's bang on there because I think it was Connor Golson done the the presser for the, I think maybe the Celtic game after it, and mm-hmm. I think he basically said himself he was just going about in a daze for the last ten minutes wanting to wanting to injure somebody, you know. And I, I think what Willie says is uh, is bang on. With regard to that, you know, if it happened eleven against eleven, somebody would have uh, 
sought retribution for it. There's no doubt about it. And I think it is written in the stars that the Champions League qualifier playoff round, we will meet Slavia Prague. Our paths will, mm-hmm. our paths are undoubtedly going to cross because it's just the way these things, the way these things happen. And I hope we're back in the stadium for it. Do you know, I'm just reading some of the comments from either Slavia or, or Czech fans, and I've never known a more deluded bunch of people in all my life. Um, we've got a comment in Wally for Prady. <laughs> this is quite funny. <laughs> Obviously, Prady doesn't understand the Scottish game that well. Um, so then you're in for the SFA. To step in in such a situation, what's the response you expect from them? Nothing. Three, ga- three game ban for Morelos, probably. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. the, problem, the problem you've got, I mean, look how long it took like the SPFL and the SFA to even come out and condemn the action against Kamara. Yeah, they're basically true. the last people to actually come out and condemn it, and yet mm-hmm. these are the people that are running the game. Mm-hmm. I think, I'm glad to see that clubs are taking action now. I'm glad to see that, that players and staff are having a go now at Twitter and they're having a go at Instagram and Facebook to try and, you know, eradicate some of the things that are happening in this world. Because, let's be honest about it, right? I mean, anybody can set up a fake account on Instagram and send ridiculous comments to people. Mm -hmm. Shut it down the next day, set up a new email, blah, 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 you're away again. And I just think that crazy. Because in any other walk of life and you want to do anything... Like you've got to show your passport or your driving license. You've got to show who you are to get a bank account or anything else. So why should you not have to show that when you want a Facebook account or a Twitter account? Because it then stops some of the comments that are happening. I mean, I could not imagine how like sort of Kamar Roof and Glenn Kamara felt getting all those comments. Mm-hmm. Genuinely shocking. You know, I mean. I just can't believe that in this day and age we're still seeing things like that. Genuinely, it is absolutely shocking. And the fact that some people thought it was funny, you know, these mm. guys putting up banners and, you know, sending pictures of monkeys and stuff. I mean, like, how do people think that's funny? No, I don't know. Especially, but, the, but the thing that shocks me most is, like, they've got black players in their own team. Mm-hmm. So see, like, when their players are going like that, wow. That's actually, my supporters are actually sending those things to opposition players. What do they think of me? I mean, that I mean that to me would put me off wanting to play for Slavia Prague ever. You know, if I was a black player, why would you actually want to go and sign for that club given what their fans have said and what, like, the actions of their fans after that game? Truly shocking. And I'm... I kind of got a funny feeling the same as Gami. See if we draw Slavia Prague in the Champions League qualifiers... If people think that we've had cauldrons inside Ibrox before when we played against Parma in some of these other games, they'll never have experienced anything like this when they come to Ibrox. See if it's a full Ibrox, that will be intimidation, you know, proper intimidation for 90 minutes. And, uh, you know, it's probably going to get a bit tasty if we play them again mm-hmm. because I just I just don't see both games finishing 11 against 11. You know, there's too much hatred now no. between the two teams. And I don't think Slavia... You know, like the owners or the or the board particularly helped after the match, and they've not helped themselves since then either. And I think it's definitely going to get tasty. And I, I go back to my point before: when this guy Cadell is able to play in European competition again, and he comes up against a team who have seen what's happened, I think somebody will seek retribution. I just, I just think it's in the stars. I remember years ago, I think it was a Turkish player. I forget who he was. His name. 
What you say? Oh, was it? Was it? Was it? Was it? Um, was it Emery? Emery, the guy's Emery, name? Emery, 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 I think it was, and the next mm-hmm. game they played them, all the black players in the opposition team took turns to boot them up and down the pitch. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can see that happening to Cadella because I just think it's now been outed. I mean, what he said is just, it's just beyond belief. Mm-hmm. I genuinely still to this day find it incredible that he said what he did. I mean, the game's mm-hmm. over. There is no need to go and do what he did. So within his mind, the fact he thought that was something that he could go and do and get away with shows you that maybe in society that's just deemed to be acceptable to him when clearly it's not. No, and it's not acceptable in any society. And it, it doesn't matter if um, they were winning, they were losing, how angry somebody is. That's, it's just no unacceptable acceptable thing to say. And Cammy Fogdog's got a, a good question. And we'll finish up shortly because I know William's got pies in the oven. Um <laughs> How do you think Kamara is feeling now after this racially abused and suspended? And I suppose that's something that we've got to look at altogether. Look, Kamara was part of a horrendous incident. He'd done what he'd done in the tunnel or whatever happened in the tunnel, but now he finds himself on the end of suspension. And the person who has committed the atrocious um, racially abusive stuff towards him has only got like an extra seven-game ban. I mean, I think uh, his uh, lawyers indicated that they'll be, I think, making further comment uh, later today. And I just checked, there's, no, there's nothing. I think, as I said earlier, I think I feel for, for Glenn Kamara. He's only a young guy. He's been through a a hellish, uh, a hellish few weeks. And this is just uh, the, the icing on the, the cake. You know, it's not very, a very good cake, but it's... It's just it's just a horrible situation, and mm-hmm. I think you saw his. He, I don't think his performance at the weekend was um, was up to his usual standard, and you can understand that given mm-hmm. everything that's been going on, whether it's in, on social media or just his his, his name's no he's now known worldwide. You know, it's Glenn Kamara's known throughout European football, not for being a tal- a, a fabulously talented footballer. That's going to go to the Euros and and hopefully have a have a great tournament. You know, it's for for an incident that's so distasteful and so. Not, I mean, he looks the most placid, mm. placid guy in the world. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, whatever's happened in the tunnel, he doesn't strike me as the type that's went and landed a a big punch on him. It it, it could have been like handbags, and that's mm-hmm. been deemed by the UEFA observer as an assault. He's maybe yeah. gave him a slap, and that that merits. But he, he must be. I don't think it will have uh, demoralised any him anymore. To be fair, because I think much like myself, I think him and his lawyer they had probably looked at uh, the UEFA statute and the rule book, and they knew what was they, they knew yeah. what was likely to happen. They know that UEFA aren't fit for purpose, and they don't they don't actually want to address it and. I mean, he'd he done his interview with Peter Adam Smith uh, last week, and I thought he, for a, mm. for a young guy, he spoke fantastically well. And um, you know, I, I just his his teammates and, and his manager, and uh, they they'll rally around him over the next few days, and and hopefully get get his head right for the for the game at the weekend. You know, and it's I'd, we all wish we were going to the game on Sunday, um, so that we could actually give Glenn Kamara the 
the, the support vocally. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Th- you know, as much as uh, the, all the players, Kemar Roof and Glenn Kamara, Connor Golson, Joe Rebo, all these guys, they all know that we are 110% behind them. You, you, you can't tell them because you're not there sort of situation, you know yeah. I mean? I think that the Union Bears obviously done the banners and all that sort of stuff after the initial incident, you know, so I don't know if something, something similar might might happen for him going into, going into uh, training tomorrow, maybe. And I think we'll need to get uh, Prady on the, the podcast because he's actually asking better questions than me. Um, <laughs> that's not hard to be fair. That's not hard to be fair, no. Um, is this, and I'll take this to you, Morgan. Is this going to be one of Gerard's biggest tests as a manager to try and guide Kamara through this? Seeing as to what he went through with Suarez, obviously Suarez was in the opposite side because he was the one that was being racist. Um, what well, would you think of that? One of Gerard's biggest tests as manager? Of course. I mean, it's, it's something you hope will never happen. As a manager, you know, it's something you never want to have to, you know, go through with your players. But the one thing Gerard did after the match was he went straight to support his player. Mm-hmm. And then after the match, when there was obviously talks going on in the touchline, you could see how passionate Gerard was when he was discussing the issue. And I think, you know, over the last few weeks, we've seen, you know, the way that he's very good at, you know, talking to the media. And he'll answer certain questions in certain ways, and he's very smart in how he does it. But I would imagine behind the scenes will be giving Glenn massive amounts of support in any way that they can. And I, I totally agree with Cammy. You know, there's a lot of guys out there who, when they're out in a football pitch, look to antagonise people by saying things, by doing things, wee kicks, nibbles and stuff like that. Glenn's never ever been that kind of player. Glenn mm-hmm. seems like one of the most kind of relaxed, plastic guys. A bit like Joe Aribo. You know, they just like, they seem so relaxed all the time. And you get the feeling it would take quite a lot to really annoy these guys, if you know what I mean. Like, really to really bother them. Mm-hmm. Because, like, imagine where, like, both of these guys kind of grew up in England and stuff like that. They've probably heard certain things before in their life that they've just thought, right, that's okay. But on a football pitch, you would never anticipate somebody coming up and doing that. No. And I think that's where the manager has stepped in and he's trying to protect Glenn. And I think if the manager had everybody fit, you might have found that Glenn might have had a wee rest here or there, maybe to just to try and let him away with it. And if the world wasn't the way it was, it might have been one of them where they could have said to Glenn, look, away you go for seven days on holiday and just get away from it. But the mm-hmm. club can't even do that. The player can't even do that. Mm-hmm. So it's been difficult. They've had to deal with things in-house. Glenn's had to basically play every game since then. He's likely going to play every game until the end of the season because of the injuries we've got. It might be that over the summertime there might be more things to be done with the club and Glenn where they can look to try and help the player more. Can, can, I, can I just say, Martin, uh, Kamara's eight uh, lawyers came out and said, uh, on Monday we provided UEFA with a substantial dossier that the proposed five-match ban should be reduced. While Glenn's proposed five-match ban is now down to three we will await publication of full decision before deciding whether to appeal. As far as the sanction imposed on Cadella, UEFA should have imposed a minimum year-long ban rather than a tokenistic 10-match ban. It goes on, but I think that's the sort of the key. As for Glenn, he feels vindicated today and wants Good. to thank Stephen, Stephen Gerrard, Rangers FC and its fans for their tremendous support, but also to thank the fans and clubs who put aside football rivalry to support him and stand united against racism. So that's just broke from uh, Kamara's lawyer. 
I suppose that's that, and that's something that, that we touched on. You know, can he could he um, appeal the free match if it had already been brought down from a five match? But obviously, we we'll need to wait and see what happens with that. But but just finally, then Cammy, he close this up. Um, not that I think they care that much, but how does all this make UEFA look in the eyes of in the eyes of like world football? Not that I think, they, not that UEFA really care. Let's be honest. I think world football. I think you you've seen all your your usual Gary Linekers and uh, mm-hmm. certain certain high profile uh, people down south and Ian Wright etc. It's just accepted that UEFA just. They, they don't punish, they don't have mm-hmm. the, de- repeat what we said right at the start, they don't have the desire to actually go after this, you know, and and actually punish, I mean, that's bang on, a year-long ban, as Willie mm-hmm. said 20 minutes ago, if you knew, if you done something that was this, I, I saw a suggestion on, on uh, Twitter earlier, if um, a referee or a fourth official or a linesman saw a player going like that, up to an opposition player or a referee or an official, it was they were hit with a yellow card or a red card or some some form of deterrent that didn't uh, allow you to actually see what they were saying. Because clearly, mm-hmm. if you're covering your mouth, yeah. you're saying you're saying something that's you're you're just being coward. You're just being a coward, and that's what well, you're, you're not me. saying. You're not saying you fucking guy. Let, let's be perfectly <laughs> honest about it. You know, no, which is what obviously his defence was in the first listen, place. Listen, if you're if you're going to say that, you just say it straight to his face. You don't yeah. you don't act like a complete coward and and hide behind your hide hide behind the palm of your hand. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's just sickening. Well, the man is a coward. The man is a racist, and the man should be banned from football. He should never be allowed to step back on a a football pitch again. And I hope if he does, then you know. He gets what's coming to him. Um, guys, listen, thanks. We'll leave it there because um, I know if we go any longer, Boggy and will find out where I live. Um, yeah, we Cammy. are. Right. <laughs> Cammy, Wally, guys, thanks very much. Cheers, guys. Uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. It's obviously live on YouTube if you're watching on it. Leave a like, subscribe to the, the show as well. Help us grow. Uh, Twitter, retweet, all that good stuff. And what, what did we do on Facebook, Cammy? I always ask you this. I don't know. Do we just like and share? Or I like like and share and, and invite people to to like the page and just uh, across all all, uh, all the platforms. Ah, well, there you go. That's exactly what you do. I'm going to get Cammy to do the outro for now one because I'm hopeless at it. <laughs> but uh, everybody, thanks for watching. We will be back. I believe William Irwin, you're doing the Celtic preview and that'll be out on Friday. So until then, we shall speak to you soon and have a great day. Cheers. Podcast Network.